A savior complex can make you unclean. See what I mean during today's Healing Pain with Proverbs. Peace, Truth Tribe. Heal hurtful choices and find answers to some of your most painful questions. Where? In the book of Proverbs. It holds priceless treasures of wisdom for making better life and relationship choices today and forward. Let's read together live right now when you join me for Healing Pain with Proverbs. Most Mondays at 7 a.m. Eastern. Check the homepage of this YouTube channel for future live stream dates. Which particular verse from today's passage will move your heart toward the healing of wisdom most? Leave a comment to let me and Truth Tribe know during this live and get the email subscriber only free download sent on Mondays to help you improve your week. How can you get the free download? Visit ZaraHairston.com to enter your email address into the pop-up and you'll start to get that download plus more. Okay, it's almost time to get started. Make sure you have a notebook. This is not counseling, a sermon, or a Bible study. It is simply a reading and sharing of the word for inspiration and encouragement. Peace, truth, tribe. So my mic was off earlier. You may not have heard what I said, but I asked a question. And the question was, did you know that a savior complex can make you unclean? And what do I mean by that? During today's Healing Pain with Proverbs, I believe that the Most High, by His Spirit, can show you. But before we get into Healing Pain with Proverbs, uh, reading the scriptures, we're on Proverbs 4. Oh, hold up, y'all. Let me get y'all a hand clap for showing up. Thank y'all for being here, for getting up on whatever time zone that you're on so that you can diligently seek the Most High. And if you got my email yesterday, you know that the Most High rewards those who diligently seek Him. So congratulations for getting up, diligently seeking the Most High, and doing something different than you might normally do, or adding something to your normal regimen or routine. I really appreciate you being here. Let's say peace to a few people. Peace, Shelly Murphy. Peace, BJ. Peace, Nicola Simpson and Peace Latifa Wadi and Peace John Rodriguez, uh, who says, Shalom, I thank the most high for getting us up. Definitely getting us up, getting us here despite any and all obstacles is a blessing. So like I said, did you know that a savior complex can make you unclean? You'll understand what I mean by that by the end of this live. And I am also later going to add a video, uh, 
that I did about having a savior complex. But let's talk about a story. So I was telling my children the other day, well, maybe not the other day, a, a few weeks ago, they were asking me, like, have I ever gotten a whooping? Like, have I ever got disciplined? It was a, a question in that that realm. And they wanted to know, like, mom, did you ever get in trouble? You know, because it seems like you try to just do the right thing. And I said, you know what, thinking back, this is what made me do the right thing. And you kind of hear in Proverbs, the parent, um, when it says my son, my son kind of almost seems like pleading and begging with the child to like, please listen to my instructions. Like you do not want to end up where I know you can go. Um, especially when we think about David or David, it's like, you do not want to make the mistakes that I made. Right. And so I was telling my children at the time where I was in middle school and there was this girl, I will never forget her name was Shakira and Shakira had some ways about her. So we were sitting in the class and um, Shakira, you know, the girls that were popular didn't really like me too much. I was new to the school. I came kind of somewhere either in the middle of the year or like towards whenever I had transferred into that school, basically people had built their friendships and their bonds. And in middle school, you know, people, children can be pretty mean. So I show up and they don't know who I am. And middle school girls can be a little nasty. And so nobody wanted to talk to me. They were talking about me, pointing at me, laughing at me, trying to bully me, but not really bullying me because people knew my family and they knew like, don't bully her, but we'll pick with her, right? So um, one day Shakira and Shakira talks to me and Shakira normally didn't talk to me. And I wanted Shakira to talk to me because Shakira was like the ringleader of this group that was pretty popular. And Shakira asked me to do something and she starts laughing and it in between the lines of what she said was that if you do this, then I'll be your friend. We know now don't be friends with people where you got to do something outside of who you are in order to be friends with them. But I'm in middle school. I'm learning. Right. So what she wants me to do is disrespect our teacher. Now, I was very respectful to the teacher, very studious. So this was like way out of my character. But I have this group of people who we go to lunch and I sit by myself. I'm new. Nobody sits with me. I don't have anybody to sit with. We go to recess after lunch. I don't have anybody to play with. They don't want to play with me. So my little middle school brain, you know, they say your brain isn't really fully developed to make certain types of decisions. That's why teens and middle schoolers will do really foolish things. And you'll be like, what is wrong with you? That part of the brain didn't fully develop that makes good decisions. Right? So that ain't developed in me. And I'm like, mm, I think it'll be good to just have a friend so that I won't be lonely during lunchtime and I won't be lonely on the playground. So she tells me when the teacher calls on me to like tell her no or something like that. Like, you know, she asks the question, say no. And I'm like, mm, okay. So the teacher asks me a question. She picks on me and I say no. And her face is like, I don't know you to behave like, excuse me? Like, you don't act like that. She asked me again. I look at Shakira and they're like, <laughs> do it again. And I'm like, no. And she's like, okay, I don't know what's going on with you, but you're being quite disrespectful. She knew that wasn't my behavior. She skips over me. She goes to somebody else. Shakira comes to me and now it's escalating. And she's like, when the teacher says something to you and we get ready to leave, take the chair and like throw the chair like push, like shuffle it. Like, no, I said, no, 
And I'm like, okay, I kind of want to be friends with her. I'm kind of tired of being lonely during lunch and all that stuff like that. So, okay. So the teacher asked me something again and I like tell her no. And then I like push the chair. And now the teacher done had it. Cause she's like, okay, this is not your behavior. You're like pushing and throwing chairs. She goes, I'm calling your mother. <gasps> Doom gloom. My mother didn't play. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, I didn't think that far. How many times do we do things and we don't think far enough ahead about the position it's going to land us in, right? So I'm like, oh my gosh, she going to call my mother. Now I'm like, bump Shakira in this group. If I got to deal with my mother, between dealing with y'all and my mother, I, mm, so the we go out, the teacher gets upset, and she's like, you know what? I'm going to send you to the principal's office. And I want you to call your mother and tell her what you did. <laughs> I am like, oh my gosh. So I can't say no. I don't want to be that disrespectful. Shakira and her crew, they're laughing. Of course, they're not taking up for me. Of course, they're not going to say, oh, sorry, miss. We made her do it. No, don't get her in trouble. They're laughing. They're like setting me up for this, right? So I go to the office and I call my mom. And the secretary, the principal secretary is there. She asked me, like, what happened, whatever, whatever I tell her. And she's looking at me like, tell your mom. And I tell her what I did. My mom has some choice words, uh, a few cuss words. And she goes, I'm going to whoop yo when you get home. Man, I look at the clock. It's like, I think it was around lunchtime or something like that. And I think we got out like maybe 2.30, 3.30, something like that. So I hang up the phone. I am dreading going home. I'm taking my time all day. My mother kept her word because I didn't really get whoopings, but you knew when she had that voice, you was going to get it. Like if she made that face, she was, you know what? Like if she, she just usually had to do a look and I get myself together, but you get, I could hear the look in her tone. I'm like, I'm going to get it messing around with Shakira so I get home butt hot lit up I mean my mother tore me up and then she says if I ever hear you hanging with Shakira at school again I'm gonna whoop your worse than that so now I'm like okay Shakira's in my class what do you mean don't hang with her the tears subside the little whooping soreness goes away and mom can I ask you a question what because she mad she know uh you know she's getting a call from the principal's office in the middle of the day about my behavior that's something she never had to deal with with me so she's still angry even after disciplining me but I'm still trying to figure out how do I not hang with Shakira mom when she's in my class again I'm in middle school. Middle school brain has not fully developed to make proper decisions. That's why I did the dumb thing I did to get in the situation in the first place. So I go to the door, her bedroom door, and I say, Mom, um, how do I not hang with Shakira if she's in my class? You better figure it out. So I'm like, okay, I don't know how to do this. I go back to class. Shakira and them had a, a grand old time, so they wanted me to do it again. They, they got laughs out of that, right? So Shakira tells me to do something again to the teacher. I can't remember what it was. And uh, I'm like, ah, 
thinking about the whooping. I'm thinking about my mother's face like that and that voice. And I don't want that again. You know, with me disciplining me, it don't take that much, which is what the answer to my daughter's question was, is to this day from that whooping, I didn't need another one. I don't think I, I probably never got a whooping after that. Cause it was just like, I, some children, you, you get that discipline and that's all it takes. Other it's like, it's constant, consistent. That wasn't me. For me, one was enough. So I'm like, Shakira, I can't hang with you. And she's like, why? I was like, because you got me in trouble. My mom said, I can't hang with you. Matter of fact, I shouldn't even be talking to you. She probably done told the teacher if she sees us talking to let her know. So I can't talk to you no more. Ugh, you whack, you this, you that, making da 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 da. I'm like, whatever, I ain't getting no whooping no more. I say all that to say that a savior complex can make us unclean because sometimes in us wanting to save ourselves or save other people, we end up getting touched by their uncleanliness and it puts us in certain situations. What am I talking about? So in Old Testament books like the Leviticus, it shows that you became unclean if you just touch someone unclean or they touched you. Have y'all read Leviticus? Y'all see that in Leviticus? Just touching somebody. Nowadays, people do all kind of unclean stuff, sleeping with each other, break up, go sleep with another person, putting their mouth on people. Kill all. So the, the idea of being unclean is like so different today. But back then in Leviticus, there was such a standard for cleanliness that you couldn't even be around someone who was unclean. They had to be like exiled until they became clean again. But then we look at books like Mark and Luke, which show that when someone unclean touched the Messiah, though, power often left his body and transformed them from unclean to clean, like the, the woman with the issue of blood. I found that books like Proverbs brings balance to those two spectrums. For example, Proverbs repeatedly urges us to do something I didn't do in that story. I didn't do. Proverbs repeatedly urges us to do three things. One, to earnestly seek wisdom. Like before you make certain decisions, seek wisdom. Two, to avoid bad company. Proverbs is full of avoiding bad company. And three, to stay on the right path. Did I hit them three in that story? No, I did not learn my lesson the hard way for the situation that I ended up in. So in summary, when we, we think about those three things in the context of uncleanliness and Leviticus, and then cleanliness by touching the Messiah and those two different spectrums, Proverbs to me felt like a balance between the two because wisdom directly connects to the company we choose and that company impacts the position we end up in right wisdom when you have certain wisdom it causes you to connect to, to a certain type of company it causes you to choose a certain type of company based on that choice that company impacts the positions we end up in life so the position i ended up with was a whole spanking, whole whooping, right? Like, I ain't gonna, that hurt. Like my mother tore me, I remember that, I can feel that whooping today. 
all right, like that lack of wisdom caused me to connect with a certain type of company, which then landed me in a position that was not favorable to me. So I want us to note that the Messiah often healed the unclean. We, knowing we're called to do even greater, often try to heal the wicked and end up becoming unclean in need of the very healing we tried to give them. How often have we done that? When talking about healing pain with Proverbs and how wisdom is healing, this is so key of what we see in Proverbs. So what's the difference? How does the savior complex end up making us unclean? By the spirit, I believe Proverbs 4, which we're going to read today, can show us, can give us that answer and help us note the connection between wisdom, the company we choose, and the situations that result. So let's see what the spirit of the most high has for us in Proverbs 4. Keeping that in mind, look for the answer, okay? Because it's not just in friendship, like with me wanting to have friends. It's also in the people we choose to uh, yoke up with in interpersonal relationships that require romance, work, family. Some of us are like, well, that's my family. Nah, listen to Proverbs. Proverbs is not saying that family is excluded. It's not saying that anybody is excluded. Let's let's look at the connection between, like I said, um, wisdom, the company we choose, and the situation that results as we listen to Proverbs for today. And I want us to make sure we get the download and when we answer those questions, think about people in your life right now and the situations that they are causing you to end up in. Because that's a telltale sign of how they fit in your life and what class they belong to. Wicked, unclean, whatever, okay? So let's look at, um, let's get into Proverbs. Give me one minute, let me bring it up. Oh, let me make sure we petition the most high before we start reading. All right. Let us petition the most high first. Thank you, most high, so much for getting us here today to gather and read your wisdom and Proverbs, which is so much healing. It brings healing to our souls and our hearts and our minds and our relationships, Most High. Your word often tells us to keep our hearts from hurting others and from getting hurt. Why? A very good reason. Because out of our heart, you say, are the issues of our life. If we're allowing people to hurt us all the time or we're hurting other people all the time, oh gosh, the issues that we have the issues that we have, if we could just exercise your wisdom when it comes to the company we choose so that we don't have to keep ending up in these situations that result in hurt. As that you will show your people today as we read Proverbs 4, how wisdom is connected to the company we choose and the situations that result. By your spirit, may you show them 
we ask that um you would um just let your healing power prevail here that you will get all the glory you say that you reward those who diligently seek you so i just thank you in advance for rewarding us for showing up and seeking you in this word today simply by reading it and resting in your spirit to whisper to us those things that we may not be aware of we ask that if there is any sin in our hearts that would prevent your voice from speaking to us if there is any sin in our hearts in our lives that is um louder than you we know that you don't compete with sin you don't you don't compete your voice is not compete most high so we just we give you the glory and the honor we choose you we repent of our sins we confess that we have sinned against you but like first john 1 9 says you cleanse us from all unrighteousness when we confess and repent repent meaning turn around and turn away we turn around and turn away not just right now but even after this live and in our daily walk so that the cleansing will not be in vain most high um help us to continually earnestly seek after your wisdom like proverbs tells us to it almost exhorts in proverbs above all things wisdom like getting wisdom we thank you so much for your wisdom what would we do without your wisdom we don't know everything we think we know we can't even see what we always think we see sometimes the lens that we see through has been distorted by hurt and pain and trial and the flesh but your wisdom clarifies our sight and heals us causes us to make better decisions we thank you for your wisdom we thank you for your wisdom your wisdom does not dwell in houses of sin or wickedness so that means that people might have worldly wisdom but they ain't got divine wisdom and that's the wisdom that counts and we thank you so much for that today and ask that you will share it with us and lead and guide us while we read proverbs for today we love you most high so much we love you so much you are such a good, good, good father. Such a good father. In the name of Yahusha, hallelujah. All right, y'all. Let's get Proverbs 4 going. Okay. All right. Proverbs 4. Oh. Proverbs 4, this is the amplified version. I, I usually, if you're new uh, to healing pain with Proverbs and this is the first time that you're hearing this, I usually read from the separate version because it has the original names. Um, but I read the amplified for healing pain with Proverbs because I feel like it amplifies the text if you can't necessarily understand certain things because everybody's at different levels. And since this isn't a teaching, it's really just a reading, I think it'll be easier for people who are maybe newer in their walk um, 
who may be here. Okay. Proverbs 4. Hear, O children, the instruction of a father, and pay attention and be willing to learn, so that you may gain understanding and intelligent discernment. For I give you good doctrine. Some sometimes certain parents don't give us good doctrine. So this this father here is giving sound divine doctrine. Um, just to pause real quick, I remember a time I was talking to someone who's like my elder, and they were giving me advice about uh, you know dating, and they were saying you know when someone's separated, even if they're not legally divorced, they can still date because they're separated. And this was an elder telling me this. And I'm like, no, 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 they are still married in the sight of the most high. It does not work like that. So keep in mind, I know some people don't have uh, wise elders or parents and they struggle when they read texts where a parent is giving doctrine and they're, they feel bad because they're not, they can't listen to their parent or their elder or who's older than them because it's not divine or sound doctrine. So just let me make that note that this is sound doctrine. This is uh, this is wisdom, divine wisdom that's being given, not worldly wisdom. All right, let me start back over. Proverbs 4, hear, O children, and we can put ourselves in that seat of children, the instruction of a father, and pay attention and be willing to learn so that you may gain understanding and intelligent discernment. For I give you good doctrine. Do not turn away from my instruction. When I was a son with my father, David, tender, and the only son in the sight of my mother, Bathsheba, he taught me and said to me, let your heart hold fast my words, keep my commandments and live. Get skillful and divine wisdom, acquire understanding, actively seek spiritual discernment, mature comprehension, and logical interpretation sometimes people tell us to do things spiritually it's just like not logical when they, they like condone abuse for example well the, the messiah was abused so we should be abused logical interpretation do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth do not turn away from her wisdom and she will guard and protect you love her and she will watch over you. I don't know if you sense this pleading. The beginning of wisdom is get skillful and divine wisdom. It is preeminent. And with all you're acquiring, get understanding. Understand what you think you know. Actively seek spiritual discernment, mature comprehension and logical interpretation. Prize wisdom and exalt her, and she will exalt you. She will honor you if you embrace her. She will place on your head a garland of grace. She will present you with a crown of beauty and glory. Hear my son and accept my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. I have instructed you in the way of skillful and divine wisdom. I have led you in upright paths. When you walk, your steps will not be impeded. 
for your path will be clear and open and when you run you will not stumble take hold of instruction actively seek it grip it firmly and do not let go guard her for she is your life do not enter the path of the wicked and do not go the way of evil men avoid it do not travel on it turn away from it and pass on for the wicked cannot sleep unless they do evil and they are deprived of sleep unless they make someone stumble and fall for they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence but the path of the just righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until it reaches its full strength and glory in the perfect day the way of the wicked is like deep darkness they do not know over what they stumble my son pay attention to my words and be willing to learn open your eyes to my sayings do not let them escape from your sight keep them in the center of your heart for they are life for they are life for they are life to those who what find them and what healing and health to all their flesh watch over your heart with all diligence for from it flow the springs of life put away from you a deceitful lying misleading mouth and put devious loops far from you let your eyes look directly ahead toward the path of moral courage doesn't morality take courage often especially in these times and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you toward the path of integrity i'm gonna say that one more time let your eyes look directly ahead toward the path of moral courage and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you toward the path of integrity consider well and watch carefully the path of your feet consider well and watch carefully the path of your feet, the situations you go in up in based on the company you choose and the direction you go. Consider well and watch carefully the path of your feet and all your ways will be steadfast and sure. How much confusion comes with foolishness? Do not turn away to the right nor to the left where evil may lurk. Turn your foot from the path of evil and that is proverbs 4. so let me see if i can make this bigger without covering my face 
Okay, there we go. Because the last time I was just like, I don't know why I couldn't tell it was covering my face like that. Uh, that was Proverbs 4. I hope that it blessed you. I hope that you will consider what I talked about at the beginning of this live. If you didn't hear it, please rewind it and go back. Um, I hope that you will keep your heart from doing hurt and from getting hurt. I hope that you understand the best reason to do that is because like Proverbs 4 says today, out of your heart are all of the issues of your life. Every issue in your life comes out of your heart. If you don't guard your heart and keep your heart by who you're around and what you do, the decision that you make, you're not going to uh, experience the benefits and the blessings and the rewards of wisdom. Sometimes we want to hang around people and save people, save people out of certain situations and then it ends up infecting us. We have to be so careful. We see in Proverbs constantly how that bad company can ruin us from the inside out. So let's just really be conscious of that if we want to heal, especially when we're in certain uh, phases of healing. Certain phases of healing do call for certain isolation from people who are toxic. And often that that phase becomes extended once you really have wisdom. Um, but we see that Proverbs 4 exhorts above all things to get wisdom, to find it, to get it. You got to go after it. You got to keep getting up on Mondays. You got to keep reading your word, do the download, journal, talk to the most high, petition him. Go. You got to keep, it's a, it's a consistent thing we have to do so that we can nourish that wisdom so they can flourish out of us and then the choices that we make so we don't do the foolish thing i did in that story with the girl shakira i ain't even consulting wisdom right i'm not even thinking about wisdom and the situation that that landed me in was pain and so often a lot of times we end up in pain because we're not exercising wisdom healing pain with proverbs is showing you that there is so much healing in wisdom so much healing in wisdom all right y'all i am going to say peace to a few more people that i didn't get a chance to earlier peace taniqua williams i hope i said your name right peace loretta peace cassiopeia houston Peace, Nicola Simpson. This is really good. I'm going to have my children listen to this tonight. Oh, you're welcome. Peace, Paige White. Peace, Rainy Powell. Peace, Courtney Taylor. Listening while preparing for work. So grateful to be here. Oh, have a great day at work. Uh, first live, Patricia Booze. Woo! Thank you for joining us and peace to Kia G. All right, y'all. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you so much, Courtney Taylor, for the super sticker. I truly appreciate it. That is very kind of you. Zuzu, shalom. I'm so glad I made it today. Have a beautiful day, everyone. Peace, Zuzu. I'm glad you made it today. Thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope that we see you again next Monday. And I hope that you, as well as everybody else, will download the download and answer those questions, okay? Because it's just like the Amplified version, Amplified the text, 
the download amplifies what we talked about today okay so make sure you do that today don't wait for days and days if you can't print it out look at the questions and write them down somewhere but take the time to earnestly seek the most high through that download and he will reward you he said that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him and that download is helping you do that okay some of some of you may say i don't really have pain i'm not you know i don't i don't have anything to heal from we all got something to heal from something uh you know how they say words hurt and um well they say six toes may break my bones but words never hurt me which we know is a lie true words can nourish us even if they hurt sometimes and lies definitely hurt uh there's a daily attack on us spiritually in this life so there's always something we have to heal from even though there are levels and degrees to what that healing is so proverbs is um useful every day not just certain times so i'm sure you can always get something out of proverbs and i hope that this live bless you today and please leave a comment to let us know which verse stuck out to you most today sometimes when people share their perspective it inspires other people and you never know what somebody else is going through and you never know how your perspective and how you saw something in the text could help someone else um, see something they're not seeing or feel a connection with the most high, like I'm not alone in this, wow. So if you have to go back and listen again, please go ahead and do that. But share the verse that stuck out to you most. And the reason why I say most is because some of us can do a little bit much and we can overwhelm ourselves with this, this, that, 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 that. What is the one thing that stuck out with you most? Let that anchor in your soul. Let that heal you like medicine. Um, of course you can have notes of other things, but for the, the purposes of this, just the one that stuck out to you most, meditate on that. Think on that. Sometimes our brain can be so overloaded with too much information, but when we have that one thing that we can, that we can stick to that one thing week by week and build upon that from there, it makes such a difference. It can clarify things for us so, so, so much. So Go ahead and fill out the download, leave a comment, and let us know what verse that got to you most. And I will see you probably later on this week when I do another live, but most definitely most Mondays for Healing Pain with Proverbs. All right, y'all. I am so glad to see you today. Well, I'm not seeing you, but to talk to some of you in the chat, and I will see you next time. Peace. They always told me love's supposed to suffer long I looked it up in the lexicon It say that suffering actually means the act of being patient Have I been patient with you? And who is to decide when long is long enough? And what do I do when I feel I've had enough?